0: You are, you are a god, a, god, god, a dream, 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 dream. You are a man, a You are a soul, a You are. Sokozani, Sani Bonani, I see, I witness, I notice, I recognize, and honor the cosmic beings within and the elders that walk with you. I am Gogo Tule, Sangoma medicine woman, wisdom keeper, diviner, and time traveler. I am devoted to the ancient future ways of the medicines and elements of nature. Welcome to season two of Ancestral Dreams, Omens, and Prophecies, a sacred space to dream wide awake in the consciousness of our ancestors. Baraka, siabonga. Thank you for joining the journey. May these words be a prayer. May these sounds be a prayer. May they reach the most high, her high May these words be a prayer. May these sounds be a prayer. May they reach the most high, her highness, her kindness. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. the podcast wow it's been several months what has occurred oh so much um welcome back everybody um you know usually i'm like i don't know what words to put together to describe the way that i'm feeling but now i'm like oh my gosh i have so much to say what do i do What, (laughs) which one at a time um I feel so alive and so grateful and really happy to be back on the podcast. (laughs) Um, I really miss doing this, um, but I also understand the time and the space that it's taken to get here. Um, Where do I start? So, you know, a few years ago, I, I came out of a ceremony and I felt so transformed and I found myself saying, you know, I feel like I'm breathing for the first time on this earth as my true self. And, you know, what I've noticed around this journey is, you know, I say we awaken many times and I've noticed and witnessed myself like fly, right? And land here on earth and then fly back up and then land and fly and land. And um, in this moment and in, it's, it's November, end of November, and I've just been through another beautiful transformation. And what I feel to say is that I feel like my spirit has landed and is here to stay. Yes. <laughs> um. And, you know, I, I wanna share some things. I want this episode to be um, like a personal diary. And, um, you know, I ain't gonna go into all the details, but um, I just want to share some things that are significant to me. And um, I you know, like I was saying, I fly and I land, I fly and I land. so I don't quite know where which flying and landing to start from because um, it's there's many things that have led up to this moment in time. But I want to start with December 2020. Um, it was around that time that people were talking about, um, you know, the great conjunction and all these superpowers that we're going to get and and what was happening in the cosmos at that time that was really unique in terms of the age um, that we're in and the history of humanity and the cosmos. So anyways, I'm like, you know, kind of going along the path, but a, a few weeks before that, um, that great conjunction, I had a really profound experience and... Um, I wanna start from that point. So I was sitting in the kitchen table with my my spiritual sister and we were talking about romantic relationships. This was just like a really chill laid back moment, right? Just chatting with a friend. And for some reason, her sharing would just prompted me to think about how I've been leading with um, the person that I had been dating at the time. And a question came to my mind around whether or not I should focus on dating someone who is this way. Um, but I quickly realized that that wasn't really the issue. Um, it was that I've been noticing that this person had something in them that I've been noticing. And um, that was really deeply spiritual and um My inner debating was just a clear sign this whole time of who that person is. This, for some reason, hit me hard as like a light bulb, right? An aha moment. And something in my brain chemistry changed, and I started to feel all these thoughts around how I hold back in my communication. Um, I started to witness myself a few weeks back at this um, event, and I was sitting... um, and um, not really talking to anyone. And I witnessed how my lack of communication and connection doesn't serve me. And I felt as if I was the universe looking at myself in observation with no judgment. I thought how beautiful it was to see this moment in my life so that I could know why I should communicate more. I realized how there was no need for judgment because being able to see oneself is such a gift and that there's no need for regret. Um, and, and instantly, I, I knew I had to use my throat chakra. And at that moment, as I started to cry and cry and cry, I repeated out loud, the universe is so kind over and over again, more depth as my heart opened and expanded. I realized that as I learn how to communicate who I am, I can become a channel. Yes. Eventually, I started to feel like the natural DMT, as they say, or the medicine of unconditional love, as I call it, in my mind activate. I felt in this deep, deep, deepest trance I've ever been in, without anything, no plant medicines, no ritual, no prayer, I was gone. (laughs) I eventually fell down to my knees on the floor as I felt the ancestors surrounding me. I felt this deep telepathic state, and eventually I felt myself in like this God mind amongst the stars. Remembered myself as like this native or indigenous star woman. I witnessed what seemed like an ancestor though it had no form teaching me to hunt amongst the stars and nature. Eventually I was just floating up in space in nothingness and it kind of felt like what I think now it was like maybe waiting for me to create or decide or um, what to do as opposed to being just taken somewhere for a ride. and. I wasn't sure what to do um, when I asked the question. All there was was silence, so I kept feeling into the energy and eventually thought to get up or or let go. So I did what we do in in our tradition to release um, this trance state. Um, but then it felt like the ans. I felt the ancestors even stronger, and it felt like getting up or letting go of this vibration, which felt like love, didn't even make sense. I eventually got up, but. I felt like letting go of this experience felt like dying, or like letting go of this. Almost, it, it felt like a psychedelic state. It felt like resistance or rejection. But eventually, I breathed and grounded myself. Um. That 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 one really hit hard um, in my being. Like I just, I've never been the same since that day. Um. But I also was just like, what in the world? Like, what are the ancestors trying to say with this experience? And, um, but all I knew was that it was such a gift to me. And um, the next um, couple of months, I just felt more connected, um, more in, in love with life and, and more present in my life. Um, and I was preparing to go to South Africa. Um, it's funny because ticket had been booked for a while, but I wasn't sure if I was actually going until like a few weeks before, you know, I, um, had been, I knew that I had to take this trip because there was rituals and ceremonies that I needed to partake in. Um, but with, you know, the state of the world and travel and and COVID and everything, I just, I wasn't sure until a few weeks before that I was actually getting on the plane and what called me to South Africa, and what has always called me to South Africa um, is this ancestral path, this healing path, this call to initiation, this call to mastering, um, well, not mastering, but just exploring the cosmos. Um, There were some spiritual awakening symptoms that I had experiencing for years and I was just waiting, 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 waiting for this trip, saving, saving, saving for this trip. And, um, whew. You know, when I went to South Africa, it was beautiful, and the ceremonies were beautiful, and the activations were amazing, um, and I, 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 I completed something and I started something, right? Um, agreements with the ancestors and, and rites of passages to continue to do. And when I got from South Africa with no phone, no laptop, no um, uh, car, all these vehicles of communication, and, and travel, um, I was like, what? <laughs> and the past several months have been wild, <laughs> um, especially because for this year is the first year that I've um, taken on the role of Gobella, um, someone who initiates people um, to pick up their calling and their healing gifts. So it's just been like initiations and initiations upon initiations. <laughs> of being, um, of, of of like this activation that's happening and um, this new role that I'm taking on and um, everything like just shifted really quickly. And um, so the past several months since I've been back to South Africa, I just feel like I'm an initiation and for the most part, all I can do is serve. Um, because I've been working with several people for um, long-term programs of healing and rites of passage, and it's been all that I've had the time to do, Um, and for the most part, and it's just been an initiation, even in the midst of just being busy, in a sense. Um, But this past weekend, you know, I was in ceremony, and for three nights straight. And it's it's kind of what has opened up the gateways for me to land. For me to land in what I started in South Africa. For me to land in this experience in, in December. Um, last December. And this flight that my spirit has been on. <sighs> I... You know, if I think about the ancestral healing path as like stages of ascension, you know, and it's like so real to me how much, you know, it's funny because I didn't even really think that this path would lead me here in a way because I... You know, I when you start this spiritual path, especially in this new age metaphysical realm, there's this conversation of, like, the goal is enlightenment, the goal is awakening. And um, the concept of awakening and enlightenment has always been in my spirit and my mind since I started this journey. And um, re- recently, I've been kind of meditating on, like, what does it mean to be enlightened from an African indigenous perspective? Um and I, I, even want to kind of collect stories from other healers of like what that means, because we we understand the guru state, this state of awakening, where, um, or, or or the yoga definition, where the body and the mind unite, um, and and all suffering is 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 cleared, um, and you're awake, you're conscious. Um, I feel like I've only had that description. And I've only known what it's looked like from the gurus um, that we get to physically see. And um, I haven't heard a lot about what it means from an African indigenous perspective. And um, other than, you know, this this call to heal and being the leaders in the family and the leaders in the community, um, embracing um, our culture and who we truly are and. Um, but I, I came across this um, beautiful um, reminder and answer from our beautiful um, Baba Vusumasulu Cradle Mutwa. And I want to play that for you first before I continue this this diary. <laughs>
1: Awaken the mother mind within every one of you human beings. Our people believe that every human being, male or female, has got two minds. The mother mind and the warrior mind. The warrior mind looks at things logical. The warrior mind says, Two plus two is four. But the mother mind says nothing of that kind. The mother mind does not think in a line way, as warriors do. The mother mind thinks sideways, sideways and upwards and downwards. We must awaken the mother mind within us. We must feel what is going on in the world. We mustn't just listen to newspapers, we must ourselves feel. It is said by our, the Zulu people that women think with their pelvic area where children grow and are born. We must think that way. I must no longer look at a tree but I must see a living entity like me in that thing. I must no longer look at a stone, but I must see the future lying dormant in that stone. What minerals are they? We must think like grandmothers.
0: Must think like grandmothers yes so you know I just looked up that that, that excerpt from Baba Kratomutua Mutua um, just a few days ago and when I saw that I was like this has to be the what I experienced you know and um, where I, I feel I've landed in a sense and i kind of want to continue the storytelling from a place of what i've received um what i've i've remembered um the the key lessons that um i see so when it comes to um just the state of mind that i sense that i've entered into you know in these um, beautiful transformations in these initiations in these the ceremony. Um I I I feel I wanna define um this this mother mind state in 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 a way. For me, if I think about enlightenment as I've ex- in, in the ways of uh, waves in which I've experienced it from an indigenous perspective through these, this path that the ancestors have gave, given me to walk, I would say that enlightenment is the mountain. It is um, the mountain spirit that helps us to elevate and ascend um, and awaken. I would say that, and and one of the reasons why I say that is because just a few months ago, I was just sitting chilling and I just started Thinking and praying and crying, and I was thinking and praying and crying, of gratitude and thanks for the mountain that I live on. I, I realized that ever since that I've been, ever since I've been living on this mountain, one thing that I've been saying is that I can feel like I'm growing so fast. I feel like um, I'm I'm the things that I'm realizing. I thought would take ten years for me to realize, and I'm just so grateful. And the spirit of the mountain has been the the anchor for this, it was like just this, this knowing about it. Um, I see um, enlightenment as, you know, when you, you you connect with God so deeply that you know your source. And I, I find that enlightenment from an indigenous perspective or the mother mind is knowing yourself, your source as yourself, the mother, who is nurt- here to nurture the world. Um, And I say that because this three-day ceremony that I was a part of, nearly everything that I experienced, I experienced it as a mother. I felt everything as a mother. And um, when I think about how in the yoga philosophy, they talk about how the enlightenment is about the unification of the mind and the body, the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine, right? Right. Um, I realize now that I once thought that that would mean that, you know, the masculine and the feminine or the yin and yang, um, the body and the, 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 the mind just become this one entity. And I now know that it means that I experience myself as the body and I experience myself as the mind at the same time, right? I felt myself as the mother and I felt myself as the child in this world. And, um... One of the things that I gained so much, you know, one of the participants in the ceremony was someone who I'm um, ushering through a rites of passage. And the things that unfolded between us two in this ceremony has forever changed me. I realized that, you know, in our tradition, we say that, you know, you have a calling, the ancestors have called you. And so you, you have been called, you go to your Baba, your teacher, and you study and you to answer the calling. And what I realize now is that when one someone is called and they reach their teacher, me, the Baba, I'm also being called. Your calling is calling me. Yes. You are being called to transform, and thus I'm being called to transform. I'm being called to die as well. Your presence calls me to die in an aspect of my existence that needs to end, that is connected to all of our existence. And so the presence of this student brought about this and and, and just the the initiations and the energy that the ancestors had been brewing called me to die. Yes. And I accepted my death. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And that is, you know, there's been many, many deaths, and I've died many times with um, a little bit of resistance. You know, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, not this part. I'll take a little bit of that, but not the whole thing. Um, because, you know, if you think about it, being called to die it doesn't sound, it's, it's a scary thing. It's a scary fear that you have to face. And in accepting this, this transformation, this death, all this beauty poured in. And um, I realized that, you know, as a Sangoma, I'm always talking about how, like, I don't rest, I don't sleep, you know, or I sleep, but I'm, you know, I, I don't really rest. And the ancestors taught me as as the mother and the child that, um, you know, what it, why I haven't been resting has been connected to why mothers have a hard time resting. Mothers have a hard time resting when they don't know where their children are or how their children are doing. You know, when you take on as as a healer, a a, a mother, you take on the children of God, of the universe, and your your, um, love, you know, is also like concern. And it's like the need to check on your children, the need to provide them with the medicine that they need, need to teach them how to walk and know that they're doing well with what they're teaching you. And I realized how much healing that brings to the mother because when the, the child or the student is, is picking up the steps and carrying it and using it to, survive, to thrive in life, she can rest easy. And I realized that the child or the student is allowing the teacher to rest when they pick up the torch. In the ceremony, student sang. And I had a whole nother level of understanding of like ancestral music, how it's always like a call and response. It's like the mother teaches the child the song, the the child sings the song, and the mother learns the song in a whole new way. Because my, I was able to learn how to rest as a mother in the ceremony, I got to listen to people sing my songs, yes, that I've been teaching. And as they were singing the songs, all these realizations and all this beauty, like first the pride of the mother because the children are singing, the children are taking care of the home, and she doesn't have to do anything. You know, and then they're singing the songs and I'm having these realizations about what the song really means because of what the student and the child is teaching me about the song that I taught them. And it's crazy because after the ceremony, people were sharing reflections and they mentioned the lyrics of some of the songs and what it taught them. It's like the Baba teaches to initiate the song And the song teaches the student. So, um, the mother mind, um, this awakening to me is about embracing the truth, the true essence of who we are. Our purpose allows us to nurture God's children. The last kind of teaching I'll just share for now is that I feel, um, oh man, I guess it's two things, but I would say that awakening from an ancestral perspective is about kingship. You know, it's funny because when Beyonce launched her last album, there was like some weird conversations about like people misunderstanding what our ancestors m- talked about royalty and everybody is royal and da 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 da. I was so not into it <laughs> because I was just like, I don't think people really know what royalty is. And um, it, it's not this special thing. Like, we all can be royal in a way, right? Even though there was a king, there was also many chiefs underneath the king. There was always someone who was at head of the family, right? Someone in charge of to look after something. But anyways, um, I would say that um, awakening and ascension is about kingship because you step into your throne, this awakened mind, right, and you serve. You take care of God's children, of the mother's children, of the ancestors' children, and I'm not just saying that as a healer. I'm saying that you know even if as a firefighter, as a nurse, as a researcher, your gift, your awakening to who you are allows you to serve. Um, so kingship and you know, I felt so much like a queen <laughs> in moments and it was just like so many lessons around um embracing the energy of flow and but also it's like, you know, from an, an, an African indigenous perspective, the term king is non binary. It's 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 he and she. It's it can be both. And um this this concept of like knowing myself as the mother knowing myself as the child is also connected to knowing myself as the divine feminine and knowing myself as the masculine. It's like, I'm clear that the spirit, my spirit is androgynous. I'm clear that I'm both. And I know when, how they present themselves in my life. I know when I'm in my masculine, I know when I'm in my feminine, I see how they dance together. Yes. And um, to me, the whole just experience has been um, really about embracing um, our gifts, embracing who we are, embracing the the duality um, as oneness. And um, the mother takes care of all her children. You know, one thing I don't really, I'm not really feeling in, in, in some spiritual circles is this concept that, like, there's a new earth and not everybody's coming. <sighs> what mother has... What divine mother would give up on her child? We're all going. She's taking care of all of us. It's about we. Us together. And to me, I understand how this type of awakening allows for the earth to be healed because all children, all nations, all cultures will be fed. Mm-hmm. So, I am. I would be honored if from this point forward um, I would be called Makosi Himi. That is this, one of my many spiritual names that is just at the head of my heart. And, um,. Oh, man, I, I I even had this realization where I feel like I understand, um, you know, this religious context of, like, the kingdom of heaven is within you. I feel like with this, this mother mind concept, it's like the kingdom of heaven is is within you and it's your heart. and It is your heart that you're awakening to. Um, your royalty, the crown is in your heart. Yes, that is what you are seeking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yo. And um you know, when it comes to this flying and landing and flying and landing that I was talking about, it's like when you fly and you land, you start to breathe in your heart. Your heart opens. And you know, when we walk in, into the world after these major spiritual transformations, you know, different experiences are going to present themselves and you're going to have these moments where you know, you're walking around with your expansive heart, and something's gonna happen, and you have a choice. You have a choice to retract and accept what society or the environment or the situation is presenting and shrink, or you have the capacity to expand further and let your heart out, come out into this world. Yes. Mm-hmm. And breathe that the spirit of your heart out into this world. I real. What I want. Another thing that I learned about song is that, you know, we talk about raising our vibration and reaching this frequency of the ancestors, and I see now that the the rhythm of the frequency is the rhythm of flight. Because to me, ascension and awakening in the mother mind is also awakening to our wings. It's awakening to those dreams where we're flying. Those dreams where we're like, um, at the airport and we're trying to catch this flight. Um, that's the vibration that we're raising. And the song of the ancestors is the, the, the rhythm at which they are flapping their wings. Yes. The rhythm at which your heart is flapping its wings. Yes. The rhythm at which the truth is being spoken.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. You. And where the truth can speak. And the memories and the information can be channeled. Makus. So that's my definition of awakening from an ancestral perspective. It's the mountain. It's the wings. It's the kingship. It's the mother. It's the nurturer. Yes. It's about us. It's about we. hmm Yes. And you have to feel your way to know it. Hey, oh. Hey. So I'm gonna be pouring <laughs> um making it rain and pouring um, this love. Um I'm gonna be pouring my heart as makosi himi. I accept myself as a makosi. I accept that I'm an ancient being that came here to sing a song that leads to everyone in every place. It leads to the heart. I accept that I am a mother. Yes. You. And I'm so grateful to be here. You know, I thank you for your patience. I realize now that, you know, we're all waiting for each other to wake up, and we're doing so with a lot of patience for one another. And I thank you for your patience in in, in, in waiting for me to get here and to continue to arrive here. Um, I couldn't have done it without you. Yes, we did this together. Um, and I'm so grateful that you accepted me in all of my shadows. Yes! and all of my mistakes and all of my ignorance and all of my forgetfulness yes hmm. 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 thank you
2: because,
0: uh, wow so many more things that I could say but I'm gonna chill take it one step at a time um yeah so I'm gonna ease my way back into this podcasting thing um continue to ride the waves of initiation transform transformation and change that are flowing um at this time one of the things that um I'm open to is receiving dreams. Um, I would like to receive dreams on any topic, but there's two topics that I would really love to focus on in the next couple of episodes. One is the dreams of of awakening, Um, these dreams where there's transformation and death, or these dreams where you're flying or you're catching a flight, Um, these dreams where... There is just major shifts and in, 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 in the symbolism of awakening so that we can explore the many dimensions um, of that experience for us all. Another kind of completely different topic that I would like to explore is romantic relationships and dreams. The ex in your dreams, the boyfriend, the husband, the partner, the whomever in your dreams. Uh, a beautiful topic that I've been avoiding for quite some time but I'm ready to delve into um so any relationship dreams that you would like to explore with me are welcome to be received via whatsapp um written or voice recordings would be awesome to plug into the podcast um My schedule for the rest of the year is going to be closing pretty soon, and there will only be dates for 2022 available. Um, just a quick request to please just refer to my website for most general inquiries and questions. Um, my sessions, my availabilities are all there, and, um... I want to close on two notes. Um, One, a word of encouragement and two, an excerpt from a real conversation. So one, you know, I've been rocking with this metaphor for a while about how healing is like giving birth. (laughs) And what we find is that we are the mother that is pushing through a whole lot of pain and discomfort in order to birth a new reality, in order to birth a gift, and um, she has to breathe through it, right? And healing is that you are the mother, and you are also this child that is in this dark womb place, and you don't really understand all of what's going on at times, but there's this light at the end of the tunnel, and this push that is happening And it's also uncomfortable Um, but all you can do is allow because you can't see everything that's going on and the third layer of healing is that you are also the midwife (laughs) the higher self that is bringing in the guidance and the encouragement and the wisdom to get through this experience and a lot of times it's frustrating because we feel one or two or three all three of these feelings at once and um or sometimes we're so caught up in the child part and we can't see what's going on that we forget um that there's wisdom there too and that there's the breath that's there too that can process this pain this difficulty and this discomfort and um sometimes i think about this and it it consoles me <laughs> and i use it to console other people to know that there's something very brilliant that is happening and a lot of times, it's it's the connecting of the dots of these mini-births. Um, you know, I'm here to help just connect the dots because when you're able to connect these the dots between these moments of change and transformation or opening and activation, it's like you see the path and the purpose that you are here for. And so, keep breathing to move through it because the new child that is going to be born in the version of you is profound and I can't wait to see it um, the last thought that I want to share here is a recording um, I was in the car driving with my spiritual sister Makosia Kaya Esama and um, Queen Solstica uh, my beautiful sister we were having a very goddessy <laughs> mildly transy, mildly <laughs> ecstatic, just beautiful conversation, and I only started recording in the middle, but I'm, and I'm only going to share a snippet, and this conversation is a mixture of laughter, and it's a mixture of tears, and it's a, 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 a mix, mixture of realizations, and there's so much energy in the in-between, the words that are being spoken but I thought that it was such a radiant um, expression of an aspect of some of the things that I've said on this episode. And it was just a beautiful moment that I'm proud of, um, to be proud to be a witness of. And I hope that even if it doesn't make sense right away, that it will the energy of the conversation will ring in your spirit and knock at the right time. Kakulu, thank you always for seeing um, this journey, seeing this work and um, being a part of it. Thank you.
2: Wow. (laughs) I I will never be the same. I am never the same. It's like I'm never. I will never. I love myself. I love everything. I'm so happy. Yes. (laughs) I <laughs> Was like not separate. There was no separation, mm. and I feel like I, I believe my old self believed that there was a separation between myself and the uh, Makosi, yes. myself and the my myself and the ancestors. Like, but we're, I am them. Yes. I am Makosi. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Myself in, the, in the ceremonies, mm. giving myself something. Mm. I saw myself and I didn't want to describe it as my higher self or the omakosi at the <laughs> time, but I was just like, but it was me mm. giving myself me. Wow. Wow. It was me remembering me. Yes. <laughs> Oh my and the fact that we get to do this, help people do this yes. it's worth it yes yes it's worth it it's worth it <sighs> terminal 2 <laughs> terminal 2 okay. ok oh my goodness <laughs> it says sleep like a king we're gonna rest like king yes <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Welcome.
2: cools. The best is yet to come. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, everything is...